How's it going, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to the Famous Dead People podcast, the only podcast that resurrects famous people from the grave and asks them all the hard questions. I'm your host, Jared Berenstein, and on today's show, we have got stuntman extraordinaire Evil Knievel and one of the world's first internationally famous female impersonators, actor extraordinaire Julian Eltinge. Didn't know a lot about Julian Eltinge before researching for this episode, but it was fascinating, so you're going to enjoy this. Uh, if you want to check out these performers, Julian Eltinge is on a sketch team at the Magnet called Newport. You should also check out his Instagram, Keith D. Rienzo, at Keith D. Rienzo. And if you want to see Evil Knievel, check out youtube.com slash video games improv or go see him live october 5th at the pit loft 7 p.m pat may plays video games and does improv it's an incredible show highly recommend it uh if you want to come see me i'm going back on tour october 17th through 27th new york virginia i'm hitting leesburg richmond and newport then north carolina i'm hitting wilmington and charlotte then atlanta georgia nashville tennessee and i'm finishing off the tour in florida jacksonville and boca raton famous dead people at radiofreebrooklyn.org that's our email if you want to hit us up rate and review the podcast check out jaredbarenstein.com for all the latest updates on upcoming shows and projects and new videos every tuesday on youtube instagram and my facebook fan page but for now sit back relax and enjoy female impersonator julian eltinge and stuntman evil knievel only on famous dead people it's time. Time to start the show. Famous dead people. People you know. Famous dead people. The story stuck in the head. My guests today on Famous Dead People are American stage and film actor and female impersonator. Julian Eltinge. Oh, hello. Uh, and 20th century stunt performer and entertainer Robert Craig Knievel, a.k.a. Evil Knievel. That's right. Check this out. Ugh. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> Evil yeah. Knievel just attempted to, to uh, backflip to backflip out of his chair and he kind of crashed out of his neck. Oh. It turned me on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Calm yeah. down, Julian. God, uh, are you going to be okay? Yeah, I just landed only on the side of my right <laughs> neck. God, if I were a baby, I would have survived, but a full-grown man would have broken his neck on that. Uh, Mr. Knievel, Mr. Eltinge, thank you so much for joining us here today on Famous Dead People. Of course. We love being here. For having us. And having us as well. All right. Uh, Let's start off with you, Mr. Knievel. Uh, You seem to have recovered well from uh, from your injury just now. That's <laughs> so, You are probably the most famous daredevil to have ever lived. You attempted over oh, yeah. 75 ramp to ramp motorcycle jumps in your career. Yeah. For years, you mm-hmm. held the record for jumping 19 cars, for jumping 50 stacked cars. Hell yeah. You jumped the fountains at Caesar's Palace, of oh, course. God, I, the mist on me from those fountains was so good. What do you mean? Like the the, the water was like shooting? It yeah, was, it was on. shooting and I got a nice little like, you know what I mean? Like undercarriage like water. Yeah. Moisture. Mm-hmm. I got yeah. some moisture underneath the undercarriage <laughs> wow. for once. That must have been really refreshing. It was really know? refreshing. Yeah. Usually it's like just ball sweating all day for these fucking dudes like me. Yeah. And for once I got like just a little bit of fucking. Did you try to nice aim it so that your balls would just like dip into the stream of the fountain? Just a little Truthfully, bit. Truthfully, I tried to fall in. Try to fall oh. into the I water. I was trying to go into the water. They won't let me near water. What do you what? mean they won't let you near water? Because it's 
all hot and fire and sweat. So they like want you to be like constantly good, greasy looking. But I'm like, okay. I am dehydrated. I'm the, so dehydrated. Your people are worried what's going to happen to your image if they see you wet. Yeah. Or and see not me like, just like covered in dirt and sweat. Exactly. It was always like piss and shit. Get him in there. Make him look gross and like sweaty and disgusted. I'm like, I'm so dehydrated. Now you they did. They feed me piss. They literally only fed they me piss. They fed you piss. Yeah. Ooh. Who, who fed you goodness. piss? My Evil producers, my executives, my parents. Your everyone. management team yeah. was feeding you piss. They would only feed me piss and <laughs> shit. Well, well, I have a question. Uh, We're getting started early. Here, how did it taste? Honestly, <laughs> Julian, I was how do you so think, it, how do you think I, well, it tasted, Julian? I've never done that. I was just a question. It was also, I was adding a twist to it. <laughs> like a oh. little twist of lime? Well, well yes, just because it was all, it, there was rotten limes that they let me use. <laughs> but also, I was so damn thirsty and hungry that uh, it actually Yeah, because urine fine. isn't that hydrating, you no. know. It's, and it no. will even have some of your, they fed me my own piss. And they... <laughs> It has like some of your own vitamins and minerals in it because you're sometimes pissing away things you need. Yeah, so it's not the worst thing in the world for you. It wasn't the worst thing. The shit was the worst yeah, thing. Yeah, but world. you really shouldn't yeah. eat shit. Don't I eat shit. I got Giardia. No. Don't eat shit everybody. every time. Yeah, don't yeah. do that. No to the feces. You should no. probably also not drink your piss too. But <laughs> well, no, I mean, but that's like if you're if you're in the desert and that's the only thing that you can drink, it's yeah. it is actually better than drinking nothing. Right. Or if you're like a multi billionaire and your executives won't feed you any better. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, that is such a weird. I, I really am curious about if that had anything to do with your success. But my question I wanted to ask you. Yeah. So you, uh, you asked the government, the American government, if you could jump the Grand Canyon, oh, but they ooh. refused. Oh my God! They wouldn't let you. And yeah, so you, you remember did that? Jump Communist a canyon. Bastards. You did jump a canyon, but you had to find like a privately owned canyon that you could jump over. Yeah, and that was chill. Yeah. It was fine. I'm wondering if there were other things that you wanted to jump that people either said no or that you maybe didn't get to. I wanted to jump Statue of Liberty. Statue of Liberty? Really? Yeah, I wanted to jump her. Yeah. See, that's the thing is like there was water there, which helped. The uh, yeah, I mean that would have been nice for you. Yeah, she's on an island, so because if you crashed, you could have accidentally fallen in the water and finally got some of that piss and shit and yeah, awesome grime off of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's incredible. But the thing Open. is. Jumping over the Empire State Building. Sorry, you said Statue of Liberty. I said Statue of Liberty. Jumping over the Statue of Liberty. (laughs) It's not like, it's not like long. You know, like it's tall. You would have to. The the hardest part, I think, would just go going up the ramp. It's pointy. It's pointy. (laughs) It's pointy. pointy, So it's It's dangerous. So if I land my little cheeks on that, boink. Right. (laughs) And then I'm going twice as high, my man. You know. Right. Then we're going to the moon. That's the noise you make when you hit your privates. Is boink. Uh, as a daredevil, I know the human body very well. Oh, because I'm a stunt man ultimately. Yes, mm-hmm. so I know true. cars. I know the human body. I know everything. So you know the noise that you make when you yeah, hit your so private. Yeah, so I know when I was a Boink. kid and when I was 72. When I when your little needle goes in that little cheek, <laughs> boink, and then you are 50 feet in the air, min. I gotta okay? say wow. that is adorable. Let's go over adorable. to uh, uh, Julian Eltinge for just a moment. Oh, hello. Yeah, that's uh, me. It's <laughs> such a pleasure to have you here. So you are most well known for being a female impersonator mm-hmm. in the early 1900s. Yes. Uh, you had a vaudeville show where you performed as a woman. You acted in plays and movies as women. Mm-hmm. And it seems like what you did is di- is really different from like what we know of as drag today. It feels like People were just blown away by how effectively you could just be a woman. Like, you weren't trying to look like a man in woman's clothing. No. You, you were just like, 
I'm a woman. I'm convincing you that I'm a woman. Jarrett, I was a woman. People did not know. Yeah, they really didn't. What's the applause I get an applause. I don't know if you heard that. (laughs) Not like a moment. No, I was. I was. It wasn't until I took the wig off, Mm -hmm. then they were shocked. They would be, oh my God, I can't believe they had the moisture there. Yeah, that's what happened. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was very exciting time. And I, I was one of the highest paid actors at yeah, that time it's very impressive yeah. $3,500 a week and you weren't so yeah you weren't even wow. making fun of women oh no you weren't no, being no. like cooking in a kitchen I, I love or... women I grew up with two sisters oh okay you had Amy and Bamie I know that's weird names but that's Bamie. what Bamie yeah B-A-M-Y Amy and Bamie were they twins yeah they were actually that's so funny you knew that yeah. yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Now. And yeah. I would borrow their clothes. They okay. didn't fit, but I would, you know, tailor them in. Mm-hmm. I have many talents. Did you base any of your female characters off of either of your sisters, Amy oh, or Bamie? Bamie. Amy wasn't as liked in the family. Bamie was more because oh. she had the odd name. It's almost you know? as though you're saying Bamie is the worst sibling I even me, a man, could be a better girl than you, baby. Here, let me show you. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I was trying to tell That's her. That's really what you were going for. Yeah. Well, I was the older one, so I thought I had to school them. Oh, you know. And yeah. what better yeah. way to school your sisters than a man dressing up in a dress and putting on a wig? Through wow. example. Yes. It is like I'm but it, doing right. it. But this is more so supposed just to be doing. a sibling rivalry, right? Like. Oh yeah, it was it, all in good game and okay. fun, you know. <laughs> You know, we but, had little competitions. I always won. Okay, always that's won. cool. That's you cool. know, you're competitive, evil. You know what I'm talking about. There, I'm so fucking competitive. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It seems like you're even blown away by by how competitive you are yourself. You're surprising yourself. Yeah. I just feel like maybe I could be wait less a competitive. No. Wait a second. <laughs> I'm putting on a wig. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm trying to compete with you. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. you're trying to out be yeah. a woman from to, Julian? Yeah. Well, Look let me at try. This. I got to say, it's not very convincing. Well, evil. I'm taking off my clothes. I have a wig on. He has a double stack wig on. If you don't know, that's two <laughs> wigs in one. Oh, that's what that is? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. You didn't even know. Well, you're I already... put on one wig to be like, this is a lady. Uh-huh. And then I was like, they're not convinced. So I put on another one. Yeah. And I gotta say, uh, you mean you look wonderful, but you thanks. just you don't have the same thing that Julian has. Julian looks like a woman. You know, it's the soft features. It is. A soft it really features. is. I have it's, soft features. Mm-hmm. You mean, do, you, you do, but you know, you but you, they're man. It's a, a manly outer tone to it. And you're covered in just piss and shit, yeah. evil what? can evil, and it's just, uh, you know. But no, it's but, more of a guy thing. I let feel me try like. scraping it off my body. <laughs> I can. Sh- <laughs> oh, there's a woman under there. You, you radiate of testosterone. Oh, evil. there Damn. you are, evil. Yeah, okay, you a, see me a little bit more. It's mm-hmm. a blessed curse. Yeah. So it's not better than. Am I better than uh than Julian? Yeah. No, he he was the best. <laughs> Damn it! At being a woman that <sighs> probably ever existed. You, you know, know what we should do? We should go motorcycling together. Ooh! Isn't that one of your things? That is one <laughs> Isn't of my. That one of your t- things. You can that teach me how to vroom. I can is teach you what the kids are doing. Vroom. <laughs> yeah, the kids still vroom, right? Right. The kids right? do still vroom. Okay. I think that's what they call it. Uh, I'm room, and I can teach you how to motorcycle. That's a song it's... by Nicole M- Mirage. Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom. vroom. Nicole. Nicole. I think oh, kid, Nicki Minaj. The kids I'm call so her sorry. Nicki Minaj. Uh, Nicki Minaj? She was born Nicole Mirage. Okay. Yeah. I'm more of a country man myself. I think it's so interesting <laughs> mm-hmm. that entertainment was at a certain level mm. where just a man convincingly being a woman was 
such a huge show. Yeah. Right. You the know, best, the best, did people best. spoil that for their friends? Is it a little bit like, you know, the ending of the sixth sense or anything where people be like, have you seen <laughs> that woman doing her vaudeville thing? Uh-huh. And, it, and everyone's like, don't talk about it. Don't, don't, you know, I haven't they don't seen it know. They I don't want to know. Don't tell me, don't tell me yet. Don't tell Whatever me yet. sells tickets, I just get them in. Get them in. <laughs> Whatever sells the tickets, honestly. Yeah. I can imagine somebody being like, it's a woman, and then be like, ah. Oh, They're mad. I can't believe you told me that. So here's the thing. So you would. <laughs> so you would, I wouldn't see The Sixth Sense if I knew the ending. What would you say? I wouldn't see The Sixth Sense if I knew the ending. Do you Do you know the end of The Sixth Sense? Yeah. Okay. So then you've seen it. <laughs> yeah. I know yeah. the ending okay. of The Sixth Sense. Wait, All right. The we've Sixth been Sense. Is this a film? It is a film. But oh. it's, not, it's not important. It's not oh, important. Okay. We're okay. talking about endings now, and spoilers. So you would do. Your vaudeville <laughs> show think. was. You're, you go out as a woman. Yes. You sing. Yes. You do a little dance. Uh-huh. Oh, not a little. You a do a big, lot of, you a do big, a big a lot of dancing. <laughs> you do some costume That's changes. That's how I would woo the, woo the people in. Mm, You're making yeah. love to the audience. Oh, essentially. Oh, hell yeah. I'm developing have, a relationship with each audience member. You have oh. a deep uh, artistic level of... Uh, of commitment to this show that you're doing, obviously. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Now, if a person were to leave the theater before the reveal, before my, before you take the up, end of my show, exactly yeah. to be rude, why <laughs> well, would they leave? A medical to emergency, send a maybe, maybe they. No, no. What, what would happen if they, they left? They have to send an urgent telegram. Oh, what would happen if someone left your show? They just oh. remember, it. and then, but they don't see the reveal. Would they leave that show still being like, "Wow, that woman was great"? Yes, at singing and dancing and costume yes, changes. Yes, yes, and I'll tell you why. It's because mm-hmm. I, I was an interesting level of fame where you had to come to my show to really find out who. I was nobody really knew until years later that that's when I became famous and they knew a man in a wig and a dress interesting Mm -hmm. so you didn't disclose it till years and years later no, no, it was just I didn't have the publications, if you will. Do yes. you know what I mean? Yes. You know when people get famous? They knew that there was this guy who Something. was dressing up like a woman and right. revealing that he was a man at the end, but they didn't know it was Julian Eltinge. It wasn't, it wasn't a household name yet. The Eltinge. The, <laughs> the Eltinge. That's how I refer to myself. The Eltage. Uh, very quickly. The age of Eltage. Were there women doing the same thing for men? Were there... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Not evil, that I know of. Evil Knievel. Sorry. I was, has sorry. That, evil, has that happened to you? No, I'm just saying, what? like, was I there just, ever a stage show so, where there's, like, a woman dressed up like a man, and, and she's not, like, making fun of men or anything, be like, you know, I gotta oh, say, I love football and tits. You what? Know? <laughs> They're just, no. she's just being a really effective man and telling jokes. And I don't well. know if it really works the same. I mean, you know, we bring the headdresses. We bring in the mm-hmm. the gowns. It's really, we're a whole production. A it really is. Yeah. You know. You you know, you're a showman, evil. If, showman, I, you if I were a show producer back then, yeah. I 100%, that's an untapped market. I would have, I would have found mm. a woman who could convincingly be a man, and then at the end, she takes off her top hat. What? And it's what? just beautiful, <laughs> crazy hair. Hair. Yeah. hair just pours down. It is like a Marge thing at first. Marge from <laughs> The Simpsons, <laughs> and right. then goes down. It's yeah. got to be like a. It's got to be like an Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Top hat. Yeah. Uh, she was being Abraham Lincoln. Is actually a. An, a Lady Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Lady Lincoln. Lady Lincoln. Ooh, that's a good one. That would be that great because one. it'd be a teaser. People would be like, I don't know why we're seeing, I don't know why this show is called Lady Lincoln. Right. It's not when Mrs. It's, Lincoln. When it's just, I'm a confused. Guy. That's what they would say. <laughs> 
I'm confused. But you got to get three wigs under that for that hat, right? You could the Marge Simpson hat. That's you could, the, yeah. the way. That's got to be three wigs. I in fit one. two wigs underneath my shitty little cap just now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Remember when I, I took off surprised. that hat? You can fit a lot of wigs under a hat. People I, don't talk about that enough. Yeah. You did a wig reveal. Mm-hmm. I did do a you wig did. reveal. Yeah. Was that what people would? <laughs> seemed like that was a really accurate impression of your. Uh, I'm confused. Is that what people <laughs> were doing confused. in the 1905, 1910? <laughs> it was more surprisingly happy. Nobody was mad. Everyone was very excited. I'm confused. <laughs> were people more acceptable back accepting back then? I found it so interesting. Today. People were really about this show that you were doing. Well, yes, it's because you know I was there to entertain them, mm-hmm. and I think because I led such a normal, fairly normal life mm-hmm. that people saw. They don't know this is the thing. I, I and if you read in the papers, everyone says that I was not a homosexual. I am. I'm here oh, to tell you. Reveal. And you know, I, I know, and I think that's why you know when Evil was talking about all his uh, stunts and piss and shit, if you will, I just got so excited. I just never get a chance to say. You know, be in a room with another man and say, wow, mm. I'm turned on. Well, wow. I, do, I have a lot of That's questions a... for you about that specifically, okay. about the image that you that you kept in your in your personal life. Now I get to talk about it. I'm uh, so excited. But if you're just joining us, this is Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn. And my guests today are 20th century stunt performer and entertainer Robert Craig Knievel, a.k.a. Evil Knievel. Hey, check this out. Oh, oh, oh my God. Oh, he did it again. Another oh stunt, Evil Knievel. Is that oh, blood? That is blood. I broke my nose on the table. <sighs> what, what exactly were you trying to do there? I was trying to do a front flip. A front flip. And say you just smacked your head into the table. Yeah. Hold I, on. I have some makeup remover. I don't know if it deals with blood or not. Yeah, thank you. Evil Knievel and I'm trying to get rid of my nose. Uh, and uh, early 20th century American stage and film actor and female impersonator Julian Elton. Oh, hello, humans. Uh, let's go back over to uh, Evil Knievel for just a moment. I got my nose off. Uh <laughs> I ripped off my nose. So you were born in Butte, Montana. Beautiful Montana. 1938. 1938. At the age of eight, you went to a Joey Chitwood auto auto daredevil show. I'm sorry. Is there a reason why you find that name Joey Chitwood to be so? Oh, Joey Chitwood. So this is actually Chip Wood. Chit? Chitwood. 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 Okay, Chip Wood. (laughs) Joey Chipwood. Say it again. Shit wood. Shit wood. <laughs> oh, Joey hey. Shitwood. Joey so you Shitwood. went to this Daredevil show. Jerry Shitwood. When yeah. you were eight years old. So this sound. Oh, do you want to and keep you, talking? You, you later to- said. That, <laughs> you later said that this is what inspired you to be a Daredevil. Yes. Now this sounds like a great night, right? Yeah. Yeah. Jerry Chipwood. Joey Chip. Joey Chipwood. <laughs> Evil, you do not have a good memory. Do I've you want to try to say it, Julian? Do you want to give it a try? Joey Chipwood. Joey Chitwood. Joey Chitwood. 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 Jeremy Chipwood. C H Chit. Joey Joseph Chirpwood. Joseph Chirpwood. This is priceless. Jambalaya. Jambalaya. We should order that. Jambalaya. Drink that. All right. So Whatever is Tell us is. about the show. Yeah. Okay. So this was a Evil, great night, evil. according eight to eight years old. Eight years old. Goo goo gaga. <laughs> still in diapers, still breastfeeding was me. Oh wow. And I was very in the, unusual. Yeah. I was in the audience, you know, sucking on my mom's tit, <laughs> filling up a diaper. And Jerry Chipwood looked at me from his automobile and said, You, you are coming backstage with me. Tonight, you got oh discovered. God. I got discovered serpent on my mom's tit, <laughs> filling up a dipe. Wow! And I remember just being like, "Whoa!" And then I dropped my mom's titty. I <laughs> on the ground. On the ground. 
poor lady. I, I felt a little. <laughs> she was like, what the fuck? And I was like, I'm sorry. And she was like, I let you hold me. And you dropped me. And I said, I'm sorry. You were holding the way that you breastfed was that you would hold your mother. My mom was pissed at me that I was still breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. So she said, you're not going on my lap and I'm not holding you anymore. So you have to hold my ass if you want to get some more titty. Pick her up and bring her to your titty, to your mouth, her titty to your mouth. Yeah. Like like somebody picking up a can of Coke and and taking a sip out of it. You know, out of all this, I noticed that 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 takes a lot of strength. Mm -hmm. Took a lot of strong man. Also, Strong there was coke man. in those titty milks. Oh, right. there was cocaine. Yeah, because your mom was doing cocaine, and then the cocaine gets into the titty milk. It's it was because we all loved Coca Cola cans so much. Same. Oh wait, you and mean Coca Cola? Coca Cola, yeah. Like oh. you said, like a Coke can. Yeah, that's right. And like a Coke can, she also had cocaine in her system. I really want to know why uh, what happened when you got brought backstage with that makes sense. Joey Chitwood. <laughs> but before that, I want to know what his show was like. Oh, like what was sort of thing? He was in a car, not a motorcycle. Yes. So what were some some of the stunts that he was doing? So he that was, so affected you. Yeah, he was in a car. He would be like spinning around, spinning, jumping, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But then the really cool thing he did. <gasps> Is he drove a car from the back seat, oh, and had to try to like navigate through just like using long sticks. So he had like oh. a stick the for the seat. gas, stick for the gas, stick a for the wheel, steering wheel, stick for the shift because he was still I mean, driving shift. So it wasn't even an it wasn't even an automatic car. Yeah, it wow. wasn't even an automatic car. Wow, and that's impressive. That takes talent. And then the fans got to do this really cool thing where they were trying to kill him <laughs> with oh. uh, um. Fire, what are those called? The flamethrowers? No. Molotov cocktails. Molotov cocktails. Mm, Okay. (laughs) And they would throw it at the car. And he at one point was lit on fire. And then he went down. They um, did uh, the fire extinguisher on him, Mm -hmm. but he wasn't getting up. And then they put that guy in a body bag, zipped him up, and drove him away. Oh. And then the actual Joey Chestnut came out (laughs) out of. Oh, I get it. And then the actual guy came out of an entrance and waved hi to everyone. And we realized his his um, uh, daredevil double. stake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He killed one person, made it look like it was him, but it wasn't really him. Wow. His trick was just having the audience kill somebody else with fire. Yeah. And then he came out, waved his hand. We all got a big cheer. <laughs> he looked me straight in the eye. With, and he said, you come backstage. And he said, you come backstage. I have something for you. So interactive. What it was you, really great. What happened when you went backstage? So... He said, I have something for you. He said, I have something for you. Now, if I'm a parent yeah. and a daredevil, and Julian, you let me know if this is something you would do also. Uh-huh. And a daredevil pointed at my eight-year-old kid and mm-hmm. said, come backstage, I have something for you. I wouldn't let my kid well, go back there, right? I got to tell you, if That's I was on cocaine, and I, I, I would... <laughs> If I was, you know, breastfeeding with cocaine, yeah, go, you can go backstage. Yeah. yeah if that's you were fine. drinking a, coca- a Coca-Cola that, of course, had cocaine back in it, that was the yeah, original recipe. Absolutely. Right. Of then, 1910 and 1905. Mm-hmm. Probably, right? Well, this was... Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> this that's... was 1946. Oh, the uh, times are different between me and... Between you and Julian Eldridge. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you lived at different times. Yeah, that makes sense. That's crazy. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay, so the, oh. the recipe's but you know, there. The Coca Cola probably didn't get the cocaine taken out of it before Until like the like 1950s, yeah. right? Yeah, you know probably. What? It 1946 Coca Cola. your chest. Do whatever you want. Yeah. I also yeah. don't think we're at cocaine's heyday yet, which Definitely is like not. 70s and 80s. So yeah. it's probably still people in like even baby think, food. You yeah. Know? It's probably like a, a painkiller still. You know? yeah. It's fine. For babies. It's fine. Yeah. For babies. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens babies. when you go backstage with uh, Joey Chitwood? Okay. 
So I went backstage. Joey Chipwood is mm-hmm. at this big, huge, fancy desk, okay? Oh. Surrounded by ladies. This table, hardwood, fancy, sparkling. Uh, all over the walls, just <laughs> paintings with Joey Chestwood all over them and all these chicks. And I go in there in my little baby clothes, like a onesie. That's like a bag. And a filled diaper. Yeah, and a filled <laughs> diaper. And like imagine Maggie from The mm-hmm. Simpsons. And like, you got a milk mustache also. I have a milk mustache with a pacifier. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to realize that pacifier has no milk in it. <laughs> and I'm like, Joey, what are we doing here? What is this? Why am I here? And he pointed at me and said, you. You're going to, you are the next me. Ooh. Wow. Those are some deep words. Yeah. Wow. And then he shoved himself into an oven and said, get ready to eat me in an hour. (laughs) Wow. And And then did you eat? I eat him and I became the next. You ate Joey Chitwood? And I ate Joey Chitwood and I became the next Joey Chitwood. Out of all the things, you know, the first thought, there's an oven backstage at this theater. (laughs) I I know. This God, <laughs> this monster truck rally or wherever he's doing his, his stunt show had an oven. Yeah. These theaters, wow. great. We were up on a fifty-foot penthouse mm. in this backstage of the theater. That's you know what I mean? So then you, Ooh. the backstage was in a fifty-story yeah penthouse. Also, this like daredevil thing that all of us like white trash people went to. This was a theater. Oh, uh, it was right? a theater. It's not like a rodeo. That you were a expecting a rodeo, right? Right. Yeah. This was theater. Wow, just classy. Like, just like. Just like yeah, just like what Julian like does. That's right. Real class act. This is really incredible. Theater. That this is how you like pass on daredevilness. Is like you have to eat the previous oh, yeah. daredevil. They made me. Yeah, he honey glazed himself. I have so many questions about that, but we got to go back over to Julian Elfinch for just a moment. Uh, so Julian, you were born now. in uh, 1881 in Newtonville, Massachusetts. Yes. Uh, and when you were you were 10 years old, you were cast as a female. In the Boston Cadets Review, and this was normal for Uh for boys to play girls' parts. You know, it was still a transition for women to be allowed on stage back then. Yeah. Uh, And according to Wikipedia, you did such an incredible job that the next year, the show was written around your girl character. Is that right? right. Okay, so tell us about this review. Season two stuff. I'm assuming that. (laughs) I'm assuming that this was like a collection of musical numbers and dances and stuff. That's what a review is, right? Yes, yes. I did yeah. a whole um, review, a variety show, if yeah, you will. Yeah. I even had some little magic tricks in there. Oh, cool. I know. I hired, it's crazy, at 10 years old, I hired a magician to help me put some magic tricks into my show. But yeah, I had uh, long gowns. Mm. I had some double stack wigs. Evil. What? That's well your, yeah, done. Uh-huh. Uh, and you know what? All I did back then, though, was just some eyeliner uh, mascara and lipstick. It really didn't need much. It's the soft features, you know. Be- re- yeah, a young from far boy away is- on stage. That's what happens. A but young yeah. boy's not that far away from a young girl I aesthetically. I know. I didn't know. even hit puberty yet. And I, I would do my songs and my dances. And I had an alter ego character. You know how this new the, what's her name? Uh, you've heard of her, a uh, Beyonce. I know Beyonce. She, she has this yeah. alter ego called Sasha Fierce. Sasha Fierce. Sasha Fierce. Is that right? You two are terrible with Jeremy Chip. Jeremy Fierce. Whatever. Sasha Fierce, yeah. My my alter ego character was named uh, Belinda McGillicuddy. Wow. Belinda McGillicuddy. Yes. Belinda so, McGillicuddy. This is a famous character you did? Belinda, Belinda McGillicuddy. Oh, no, this is just a character I made up. She was my alter ego when I was on stage. Mm. Right. I was Belinda. But here's right. so the first show. Thank you. Thank you. You were just cast as a girl. The second show, right. they wrote it around you. They knew Belinda was a star. They knew Belinda was a star. So what did you do in the first show? Oh, yeah. As oh. opposed to, like, the second show was just, like, all you the next year. But the first show, you had to, like, this, do a lot with a little yes, in order to impress everybody, Yes, this is a great question right? that I don't get to talk about. <laughs> I, did, uh, I did a bunch of high kicks. 
And they noticed they didn't see any male private parts when I did these high kicks. And I oh. said, I fooled you, didn't I? I fooled you. And that's how they, they got me to become the next show. They were like, we want you to do a ton of high kicks. Almost like a can-can, you know? Yeah, Lift yeah. the skirt up. Nothing oh, yeah. there. Nothing there. Right, so how did you pull that off? Yeah, how did you pull that off? Oh, you duct tape your penis to your butthole. Oh. What? Yeah, some of okay. some of us are daredevils too, evil. Some of us are daredevils <laughs> I, too. You shove your testicles up into there's little sockets. So you they, just did one sweet. musical number. Oh, sorry, evil. Go we ahead. We have sockets. They, there's <laughs> sockets. Yes, you can do it too if you want. This is I started this. The tucking. A lot. These kids on RuPaul's Drag Race, mm -hmm. they know it from me. It's you called the Eltinge when you tuck. I'm so excited you knew that, Jarrett. Thank you so much. A lot of people don't know that. I have a whole line of duct tape coming out. Actually, that's my next gig. Oh, fun. I'm, duct yes. tape? Mm -hmm. mm. I'm going to kind of get resi Special residuals. Special dick and balls duct tape. That's right. So you shove your testicles up. You'll feel it when you do it. Do it oh. in the shower when you get home. <laughs> and then once they're up there, hold them there. Well, don't do this in the shower. The, 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 you know, the stickiness will come off. Take sure. the duct tape. Put it on half of your penis. Okay? Mm. And they're going to wrap it up and around to the back a long piece of duct tape. It should go almost up to the top of your crack, but you're going to duct tape it to your butthole. It's going to make mm. a nice, smooth feature. It'll look like nothing's there. Yeah, it'll look a little bit like a, a young girl's vagina. Right. Oh, you know. Jared. That's a Wait. little graphic, but it's true. It's the truth. Yes, I was 10 Maybe at the time. Maybe a woman's vagina. Uh, and if you have um, body hair, you know, just get ready or mm. shave. I don't know. Live your life. Or if you want to, like, just, immediately use the bathroom. Oh, mm. oh, oh that, yeah, that right. It sounds right. like if you want to use the bathroom, you have to. You have to, have to do then. all your pissing and shitting before get, you do that's the right. Yeah, Get it all out. Mm -hmm. Have okay. some jambalaya. Get it out. Get it out. And then you can get ready. <laughs> so hold okay. on a second. So you were yes. just doing one musical number in this show uh -huh. where you did a high kick. Yes. And the audience they, was so blown away by the fact that they couldn't see any male genitals in your high kick. That's right. And I was 10. That they were like, we want you to do an entire show of that sort of thing. Yes, it was crazy. And These people went wild over the genitalia it's subject. It's so weird what entertainment was back then. Yeah, especially because you know? like today's standards, people would have a violent reaction to you like, think that? yeah, like I, like people suck now. And then like you do it on a show and everyone's like, cool, like more. And they loved we, it. Yeah. Everyone's like, like violent it. about it. Like, we have geez. got to take a short break, uh, but we'll be right back with Julian Eltinge and Evil Knievel and Famous Dead People. Stay with us. Hey, everybody, just want to take a quick break to remind you to subscribe to Famous Dead People on iTunes or whatever app you are using to listen to podcasts, rate us five stars, leave a comment, tell your friends. All that stuff helps us out a ton. And feel free to hit us up at FamousDeadPeople at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org if you want a specific Famous Dead person on the show or if you have any comments that you want to shoot over to us, whatever. We love hearing from fans. Uh, also, check out my book, The Kellyanne Conway Technique. It is out now. It is hilarious. I hope that you will check that out and read that and uh, leave reviews, awesome reviews on Amazon or BarnesandNoble.com or whatever and tell your friends to read it because it's super funny and I want that money. Also, go check out JarrettBarrenson.com for all the latest on my show dates and uh, up-to-date project information. And lastly, if you really like Famous Dead People and you want to send us some money to help keep the show on the air, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash Famous Dead People and click on the Support the Show button. Thanks again for listening. And now back to the podcast. Welcome back to Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn. Famous Dead People, the only show that resurrects famous people from the grave and asks them all the hard questions. I'm your host, Jarrett Berenstein, and we are here every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. My guests in the studio today are 20th century stunt performer and entertainer, 
Robert Craig Knievel, a.k.a. Evil Knievel. Hello, new stunt. Oh! Oh, Evil, oh. what did you do this time? Oh, I tried to spit in place. <laughs> oh, God. And? My kidney what, is in half. What a relatively oh. easy stunt to do. I'm old. <laughs> I tried to spin. I don't, twisted my Next kidney. time, don't wear the heels. It's and, really hard to oh, Well, I think he's oh, also trying hey, to out-female you as well. <laughs> I'm trying to out-female you. I forgot and about my heels. American stage and film actor and female impersonator, Julian Elton. Inventor of the tuck and tape. That's right. Method of hiding male genitalia. That is correct. Uh, So let's go back over to uh, Evil Can Evil just a moment. Uh, So I wanted to hear about, you know, you, despite the fact that you ate Joey Chidwood. Yeah. And he named you his successor in the stunt arena. If you're just uh, tuning in, we still don't know what his name is. Jeremy uh, Jeremy Chidwood. (laughs) Jeremy Chidwood. It's Joey Chidwood. We know what it is. We had a whole Joey Chidwood. Oh, right. Joey Chidwood. Yeah. Uh, But you did not immediately go to, you know, being a stunt person right away. Uh, in 1960, you uh, started your own uh, semi-pro hockey team called the Butte Bombers, and you convinced uh, the Olympic team from Czechoslovakia to play a warm-up game with you and your team, and you were ejected from the game within minutes. Uh, sorry, minutes into the third period, you were ejected, and when the Czechoslovakian team went to the box office to get paid, you they discovered that all the receipts had been stolen. So I have two questions about this for you, Evil Knievel. Number sure. one... Yeah. <laughs> What did you do to get ejected from the game, and did you steal all the box office money on your way out? Okay, so this yeah. is probably my most proud moment as an American. <laughs> this sounds hot. Yeah, I'm really excited to tell the story. So, uh, obviously, I was like, more money, more money. Before I jump into the stuntman shit, because it's going to kill me, mm-hmm. um, I decided to start my own ice rink. Just oh, start my own just, ice rink. Just start freeze ice yeah, in a rink <laughs> format. I'm with yeah. you. So it wasn't just a hockey. A true entrepreneur. It doesn't, wasn't, wasn't just a hockey league. You wanted right. to start an ice rink. It was more about the ice rink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. more excited about the ice rink, and the hockey league was just there to like pump up the ice rink itself. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we were going to do like a casual Tuesday, professional Wednesday. Oh, you got to do all sorts only. of things on the ice rink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whack do like people a, with sticks. Black people with night. sticks. Ooh, couples night would be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were getting this ice rink ready, and these goddamn damn Russians, Ugh. I invited over to, you know, I was like- Are you the- referring to the Czechoslovakian or is this a different group of people? Okay, those goddamn Czechs, Vince, uh, sh- I invited them to do a show. <laughs> They're great in the audience, I will say. They always applaud. They mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. applaud. For they always applaud. When you have a, a, a people, a lot of Czechoslovakians in the audience for your shows, Julian, they, they, they're yes, good audience members? That they love when I do the high kick and they can't see. They can't see the, the genitalia. Moving on. It doesn't matter. No, it's, no, yeah. th- th- you know what's actually good about that was that I invited a bunch of Czech people to uh, play against us and also sit in the audience. And at one point I went for a kick mm. to like cut somebody's eyes with my blades. Of course. And I went for it and my balls popped out <gasps> and everyone went boo. What? Boo, boo, boo. <laughs> Boo, boo, boo. They said boo because unlike Julian, they could tell that they could see your male genitalia. They said we saw this show and it was better when balls didn't pop out. You should have (laughs) talked. You should have talked. I so and here's what I did because I was like, you have to be aware that your balls might pop out. Right. So I taped my testicles to my stomach across my belly button. Oh, that's new. Hmm. And then I put my 
ball, my, my wiener. Right. And I wrapped it around my balls as many times as I could. And then I also taped that. Wow. Just against I have that seems like a, a so weird, many questions. a weird bulge that would be around your belly button. People, yeah. would, it would look like you didn't, you, like you had a little umbilical cord left still. I did also have a little <laughs> bit of umbilical cord, so that it's even bigger bulge. Yeah, so it's I had even a, bigger bulge. Yeah, yeah, there was some umbilical cord left there. So were wow. you still in the game at this point? I was still you, in the you game. You showed a ball, and I people showed went a ball. boo boo boo. People went boo boo boo. Which ball? Uh, mm-hmm. Left smaller. The left smaller. Yeah. Mm. And I kicked that popped out. Everyone went boo. We lost a point. Mm-hmm. We you were, lost a point. Yeah, it was, <laughs> they deducted a point. Yeah, we were one and one, and then we lost one. That's, that's regular. Mean. That's regular hockey rules. Oh, it though. is. Yeah, oh, I don't you know. Lose any, one I just, point for every ball that you. I show. just thought you hit people with sticks. Go mm. on. I'm I mean, so that's the other rule, and that's it. And <laughs> then black uh, people. Black people. Don't show your balls. Don't show your balls. You're good. That's hockey for you. So then you tape up your balls and you wrap your dick around your balls and you tape that to your tummy. That happened before (laughs) my balls popped out. So I did my homework. I did my homework. I knew Mm. all about your show and I did it and I Mm -hmm. still got into so much fucking trouble. And these checks were like no balls ever. Mm -hmm. And I was like, fine. It's ridiculous. So we lost a point. I went back. I this time tried taping it to my right thigh Mm -hmm. Mm. and i also used a little bit of a stapler gun just to like really bring it home evil anytime there's danger involved i got you it just turns me on (laughs) i just i have to say great it really does cold cold water over here really i just yeah i have cold water it's so it's it's a gift, really. You have the danger. Evil can evil. You blood. gotta get to what oh, got you kicked out of this right. game. Oh yeah, we didn't so get you kicked out. Staple your yes. balls and your dick to your leg. Yeah, and so then I was like, okay, I'm gonna drop kick one of these checks in the face with mm-hmm. my blades. Yeah. So I made a shoot, and while I went for the shoot, I tried to drop kick them, the goalie, in the face with my blades, mm-hmm. and my balls both popped out. And the staples went everywhere. Oh. <laughs> the staples. Staples. The yeah. multiple staples. Because I didn't want my balls popping out. I guess your my... balls were so powerful that they yeah. detached from your legs, even though they were stapled together. Yeah, with my wheelie, <laughs> and it all popped out. Staples everywhere. The checks went boo 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 boo, and everyone else went boo 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 boo. Wasn't ejected yet. Still had a yellow card. You still you still weren't ejected. We had negative Get to one point. You. Wow. Get to what negative one point. Okay, and then uh, I sneezed, and they were like, "You have to get out of here." <laughs> the sneeze. Oh yeah, that's a big rule in hockey. Yeah. You can't. It was sneeze. cold. Sneeze. Yeah. It was so fucking cold, you... and these checks don't sneeze because it's always cold up that's there. That's right. And so then I stole all the money, and I went, and I was so a proud you did American. Steal the money. <laughs> Oh I did gosh. steal the bear. That was quite a maldro- wardrobe Unne- malfunction. Yeah. <laughs> proud American. Proud American. Okay. Are your balls okay now? He was a proud at Yes, they're fine. Okay. I think <laughs> it's safe to say that nothing on Evil Knievel is fine. He's broken like everything it just that can be broken. Heals itself. Heals mm-hmm. itself. Like Wolverine. Wow. Uh, let's go back over to Julian Eltinch for just a moment. Okay. Uh, so when you were a teenager, you and your father moved out of your home in Massachusetts and you moved to Butte, Montana. A home of I future Daredevil. That's where you, hey. Evil Knievel. Hell yeah. Yes. Uh, and, say uh, that what, sounded familiar. So first, this is just a quick question that I wanted to ask yeah. before I get to the main question. Mm-hmm. Uh, were you bummed that you had to move to to, uh, to Butte, Montana after Massachusetts? Were you, you know, happy doing theater in Massachusetts? Uh, uh, you know, I was. You know? I was more bummed because uh, I didn't care where we were. I just, mm. my, 
my father wanted us to move because he didn't want me doing all the frilly, girly stuff. I you know, see. but my mom loved it. Gotcha. My mom loved it. And so it. he thought if he took you to the mining you know, a country, a real butchy place, then you would stop dressing up like a woman. I'd be more butch. Okay. Now the Wikipedia yeah. says that you would, you did not stop dressing up like a woman. No. You would go to <laughs> local saloons, dress as a woman, and perform for the ranchers and the miners. They loved it. They yeah. loved it. They loved is what me. you're saying. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what kind of a show were you doing for these ranchers and miners? I'm assuming it wasn't the same as your vaudeville routine. I'm assuming it wasn't the same as the review, the cadet review. Um, or, I mean, was this where you were workshopping what would eventually become your routine? Like, what what exactly were you doing for these, for you know, these ranchers was, and miners? It was actually mm. similar to what happened when I was 10. Mm. Is I would go around the saloon and I would kind of ask the gentlemen, you know, they're a little riled up. I would see who would want a little bit of a... A lap dance or something, you know, a little, Whoa. a little dancey dancer around. You're a teenage boy. Teenage boy. Dressed up like a girl. People love the young stuff. So I would go around. <laughs> that is and horrific. I, that is hey, it was, it was the, it's the truth. You know, I, you have to pay your bills. I was a teenager. I was paying some of the bills. I would mm-hmm. go around, right? I would do the little dance mm-hmm. and they would notice, huh? No genitalia. No genitals on <laughs> this And that became a part of the show. Mm. They were like, wow, this man in a dress, you cannot feel, see nothing. There's, yeah. I would lift up the dress. Whoop, they it wouldn't is. even. I, it like, would what? all be. How about this? What a <laughs> magic that, trick. Smooth as a Barbie. How yeah. about that? <laughs> That's right. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. Like, So your dad was very unhappy about this, that you were doing this. Yeah. I'm so surprised that these ranchers and miners were about this show that you were doing. I was, too. You, you know, know? Uh, they were they were oddly accepting. You know, I almost got into a fight one time. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah, with somebody, a brawl, if you will, <gasps> at, at mm-hmm. the bar with this gentleman, uh, he said, I bet you that I can do a, a bigger high kick than you. And I said, <laughs> no yeah, way. right, bitch. And I used the word bitch when I was a oh, teenager. As you should. And we went at it. I won. And everyone started to back me up. Mm-hmm. This guy got kicked out. Wow. He paid. The, they made him pay my tab. I wow. had a tab. <laughs> they made him pay your tab. Yes, I used to drink. Um, I would drink whiskey all the time. That's a teenager it's drink crazy. for sure. Unbelievable. Whiskey is definitely the drink of teenagers. <laughs> Gosh. And then I would have to go to the bathroom. I have to go untuck. It was a whole thing. But yeah, it was a good time back it's at so, the saloon. It's so wonderful, the little pockets of progressivism that you find in the past sometimes. Gosh. I agree. Because if you had asked me what would happen to a young Julian Elton dressed up like a woman in a minor bar in Butte, Montana mm-hmm. in the early 1900s, I would have said, oh, well, he would have gotten murdered probably. Oh, you, know? you would think. No, they, they loved me. They were me. so about it. I was the entertainment for miles. They People loved would flock it. in. Oh, uh, yeah. So you eventually move back to Boston. You start doing theater again. Back, back and, to Boston, uh, too. Back to uh, Boston. <laughs> Boston, you've changed. You make uh, <laughs> you make your way to Broadway. You start doing shows down there. You have your vaudeville routine, of course, but you're also doing plays. Yes. And so I'm wondering, uh, would you like audition for roles as a woman and like go out for female parts? And they just didn't know that you were ever a man or would you go into auditions and be like, uh, listen, I'm a man, but I can play any role. I can be a woman if you need. That's a great question. Well, Mm -hmm. I have to tell you, at this point in my career, I was 
offer only. A lot of people don't know that. What? Yes, offer I was only? like a, the gossip of the town. Wait, so you came from Butte, Montana, uh-huh. where you were just performing in saloons. Right, word got around. And you come wow. back and you're and you're already offer yes. only? No auditioning I for Julian? I know how to sell myself behind the, the, the screens, the curtains, whatever you want to say. You know how to work the business. I do. I know how to work business. the business. Because let me tell you, I'm not going to go to some audition, right? <laughs> Getting all dressed up, tucking my penis to my butthole, putting the makeup on. No, that's ridiculous. That's mm. showtime. Okay. Mm. I let people kind of, you know, when people, you book things based off of um, just them seeing you mm. like in the show before I was not a good auditioner, you know, oh, I gotta okay. be you weren't good at auditioning. No, no, no. I gotta be with the people. I gotta feel the energy of the room, mm. specifically the men, you know, <laughs> and just, you know, just feel the vibe out. And then they would see that and be like, ah, uh, I want to book her mm. for my next show. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Yeah. So yeah, you I were don't, just, no. Yeah, you never auditioned audition. for anything. No. That's and ridiculous. Were they, <laughs> so, so they were hiring Julian knowing that you would play a woman in whatever play that they had. Uh, yeah, I would give him a little wink. You know, something <laughs> wild. Hell yeah. You know. That's smart. Uh, your That's first it. Broadway show was called Mr. Wicks of Wickham. And I just wanted to know, like, what your part was what was the what was the the story of the show and what was your part in that show great question mr so wicks of wickham i uh i mentioned before that my my alter ego's name was belinda mcgillicuddy yes yeah so in this story uh belinda she decides that she wants to dress up as a man to get a higher salary what it was the? still going on back and it's crazy it's Whoa. just a whole thing That's and smart. so that was a Hold part of the storyline yes were you then dressing up as a woman dressing up as a man you guessed it that's right Right. Yeah, what? I, I really deserve every dollar I've ever made. To <laughs> so be is that like three layers of wigs? It's a lot. It's a. This a is m- what I would do. You put a wig on. Yeah. Then you put one of those scalp things on to make you look bald over the wig. <laughs> that was the man part. Then you put another wig on. So it was like almost like three head reveals of something. Do you know what I'm talking about? Did yeah. you ever consider what? that for the man part of this, you could just take off the woman no. costume? No, no. I am a method actor. Yeah, I, the a lot of people gone. don't know that. Yeah, you want to have the burden. It that has your to be real. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's incredible. That really, that, and it's also like, I guess, where we got the plot for Tootsie. Yes. Basically, right. Everything Only stems from me. I just want to point that out <laughs> in this drag community. Yeah, uh, so oh, much, yeah. so much of the entertainment community comes from Julian Elton. We don't give you enough credit for that, I think. Or evil. He had to deal with piss and shit. That's true. That's it's okay. True. I kind of, I didn't, you know, it was the executives. <laughs> hey, it was all they would hey, let me. You have. made a contribution, <laughs> Evil Can Evil. Thanks. If you're just joining us, this is Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn, and my guests today are American stage and film actor and female impersonator Julian Elton. Aloha. And 20th century stunt performer and entertainer Robert Craig Knievel, aka Evil Can Evil. Check it out. <laughs> Oh, oh, another stun oh, evil. Oh, what'd you do? What'd you do this time, evil? I bit off my toe. <laughs> you know what? I have some. Ow. I have a sewing needle in my purse. I oh, I gotta sew my Wait, toe back on. Was, I bit it off. Was that Here, the stunt, or was that what happened when you tried to do the stunt? It was what I tried. I tried stunt? to do a stunt, and what, I actually bit off my toe. What were you trying to do? I was just trying to kick high. <laughs> you know, evil. As I'm noticing, I'm sewing your toe up. Your Thanks. your blood is a little purple. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not healthy. I'm not healthy. Interesting. My blood doesn't get oxygen anymore. It's Uh, purple until it gets oxygen, then it turns red. But I I can't get oxygen in my blood anymore. Let's talk about the stunt that made you a household name. I'm so ready for this. Jumping the fountain at Caesar's Palace. Oh, we talked about this. So, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's Uh, more of a story, but we definitely 
tapped it. We touched on it, the way that the water touched your balls. Yeah, Mm. God, that's Uh, so nice. So I read that you got permission from Caesars to do this jump by pretending to be executives from ABC and Sports Illustrated. Like you would call them up and say, hey, we're we're from ABC and we hear that this guy's going to jump over. Can we can we film it or something? We I did it on the phone. Mm-hmm. I did that through mail, and then I had to do that in person. Oh, that's hot. Which is Wait, so you did all of it. I had to do all of you it. You did mail, phone, and in person. And in person, yeah. Wow. I did a few in person just to like, you know, make them buy it. Why not? Mm-hmm. And this is where I was trying to use some of your techniques. Yes. Back then. So I, you became offer only. I became offer only. You really sold yourself. So I offered myself to them, and they offered me back. Yes. And then we, uh, I would dress up as as many different people as I could. Ooh. So one of these characters, mm-hmm. and this is gonna, I was a, uh, I was a uh, uh, Deborah Messing, <gasps> famous Deborah Messing. ABC executive. Deborah Messing, yeah, not of course related to the actress Deborah Messing that is famous today. Yeah, she died. Yeah, and I. <laughs> she, yeah, I, I actually don't really know her face. Deborah but Messing's not dead. Really, she's fine. Did I? Re- did she really? Wow. I, I thought yeah, she she's died fine. too. Oh, Deborah she's, Messing's fine. She's okay. I was, yeah, I was really hoping to outlive her. But I, I guess... think we would have heard if Deborah Messing died, right? I, I, even... I don't know. I Deborah she... Messing didn't hide. Sure, I, I don't even really, really know. Joey Chitwood is. is dead because you ate him. <laughs> yeah, but I Deborah ate Messing is right. fine. Yeah. I thought Deborah choked on a strawberry, but I, maybe I heard wrong. <laughs> this, I think that was... Okay, you know what you heard? What? That's how I killed off my character. Oh, so oh, was Deborah you were, Messing. So your Deborah Messing died of choking yeah. on a strawberry. I, I see. All of my executives that when they reached out, yes, I was like, these people are all dead from <gasps> this strawberries. This is great. Yes, you, yeah. you you killed off one by one, and then you were evil. I yeah. totally get it. That and then I way, I totally get it. That way, there's no loose ends. Exactly. People can't right. be like, hold on a second. Wait a minute. I made a deal with a Deborah Messing at ABC. Well, she choked on a star- strawberry. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Not mm-hmm. allergic, just choked on it. So- were there other forms of fruit for deaths as well? Or were they? <laughs> all I got are strawberries. Oh, so just far. the strawberries. Yeah. yeah. Everyone died by strawberry. Oh, so- just, oh, they all died by strawberry. Yeah, they all choked on strawberry. Wow. No, I'm I mean, surprised that was nobody a, noticed. It was a whole epidemic back then. It was, yeah. It was we, a very common way to die at this time. Yeah. And specifically the like fancier cities. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Good so, way to do it. so what were you saying? You're, you're basically being like, "Hey, we want to film Evil Knievel jump over this thing." Yeah. So you should let him do that. We would. That I would call up and I'd be like, "Hello, toodle, toodle. Oh, yeah. are you going to play that? the people at Caesar's, oh, Julian? Sure, sure, I'll do it in my my. Uh, who, I'm Caesar's Palace. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah be Caesar's, Caesar's Palace. Palace. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, um, and I'm going to be Deborah Messing from the ABC, a famous gotcha. ABC executive. Uh, uh, she's Caesar's... like a hard, just to like give her a character really quick. Yeah, yeah. So she's like a hard ass. Mm. Uh, uh, she's at home, just takes care of her mom. Mom is doing like some, is having some senile problems. That's a lot of backstory. And she's unfortunately has to make more money to keep the mom okay. Mm. Wow. And unfortunately dad is trying to get like money out of them too. So she has to like make money enough for the mom, but also like, be home enough to chase away the dad every time he comes looking for money. I really don't think we need all that backstory. <laughs> okay. All right. All right so let's see. So we have Julian Eltinge as the Caesar's Palace representatives, and yeah. we have Evil Knievel pretending to be ABC executive Deborah Messing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Hello. Uh, this is Caesar's Palace. Oh, Caesar's Palace. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Uh, who am I speaking hey, with? Hey, get the fuck away from my mom. Oh. Dad, it's not okay. No, you're trying to steal money from us again. Uh, ma'am. We work. You don't work. Get the fuck out. Get a fucking job, you loser. Ma'am. She's senile. If she agrees, it's because she can't think. You asshole, and you know that. 
You piece of shit. Get the fuck out of here. Ma'am, are you there? <laughs> Hello. Hey, uh, what, uh, what can we do for you? Oh, you sound hot. Well, thank I, you. That's a great way to greet someone. <laughs> listen. What? Do you, do you have a little man who wants to jump over your water? Oh, a little man. You mean our, our, our the Caesar's Palace Fountain? Mm-hmm. It's just a little guy who wants to jump over your water. Interesting. Uh, Can yeah. we film it? Well, you know what? We might have to get... Mom, a- why are there I, cushions wait, I'm sorry. In the- oh, Can I pause that? you for a second? First yeah, of all, that was riveting performances from both of you. Thank you yeah. so much. Uh, you. Evil Kid Evil, that you did all that on the phone? You would yell at your imaginary... This guy would not fuck off. Okay, so This guy Julia. would come wow. in every played- goddamn day and ask a senile woman for money. Okay. It was fucked up. You played right. a lot so of characters. Yeah. Uh, Evil uh, Julian at playing the 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 Caesar's executive. Were you convinced? Were you like, oh, we gotta let this guy evil? Well, jump you know, over. you know what, you know, you know what is you started with a compliment. Mm, you know, he that's really, savvy. you know, and you really just wooed me in there. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it was seemed very simple too. You yeah, know, we just want to jump, jump over, the over the water. Jump over the water. Jump over the little man. And a little man, too. Little man. He's just yeah. little. You're not even going to notice him. So let's get some cameras set up. You now, know? Evil, you did make a deal with ABC. They said they would buy the footage afterwards. Right. If it was spectacular. Yes. And you famously crashed after jumping over the, uh, the, the fountain. Mm-hmm. You skidded into the dunes parking lot. You fractured your femur, your hip, your wrist, your both your ankles. <gasps> But oh, this, of course, yeah. made ABC want to buy the footage even more. It turned you into a, a national celebrity. Right. I have to ask, did you crash on purpose knowing that it would be more of a spectacle? I was so relieved from the water, the like the mist. And it was barely <laughs> mist. It was like half mist. Okay. And I felt it somehow through the clothing, the like thick eight layer clothing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and I somehow managed to get some on my balls. And I was so happy that I just closed my eyes and then... Whatever the hell happened after that happened. You know what I noticed? Your balls attract moisture. Ice. Water. Ice. We've re- really oh, learned yeah. this today. This is true. This yeah. Is true. The balls were dragging you. They, they, they popped out of your clothing when you were playing ice hockey. They were attracted hockey. to the ice. Yeah. Wow, that's really interesting. My my left big one is like quite the personality. You know, <sighs> you know what I mean? your managers were trying to keep you away from water. Maybe it's because they knew that your balls were going to be were going to pull you towards water. Yeah, that might have been it. That's a really excellent wow. observation. That's really good. I, oh my gosh! Holy I'm shit! So glad I pointed that out. Wow, uh, we are, you affect every, you're the best. We are uh, quickly running out of time really? here, no, so no, I got to. Uh, 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 I didn't even back. get I didn't even get Evil's phone number yet. Uh-huh. Oh, we have oh, plenty of time for that. We're Don't both alive that. after this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so the Wikipedia uh, Julian Elton. We'll go back over to Julian Elton. Yeah. So the Wikipedia says that there were rumors of your homosexuality because of your female impersonations. Yeah. That, uh, mm-hmm. And until today, until you've just admitted this to us, there had never been a definitive answer as to whether you're gay or straight or bi or whatever. That's right. But what we do know mm-hmm. is that you developed a super masculine facade. When you were off stage to combat those homosexual rumors. Oh, yes. Is that a fair way to describe your behavior? Like you, you oh, sort of like inflated your masculinity? I am the king of disguise. Mm-hmm. I would smoke cigars. I Ooh. would go fishing. I Whoa. would paint things paint <laughs> like my house things. or whatever. You know, uh, I had, um, what do they call it? A beard. I had a, a woman that was one of my very good friends pretend to be my wife. She, she had a nickname. She would call me Ambisextress. Get it? Like I, uh, I, I could go both ways or whatever. Wow. But I'll tell you today. Here I am to say I'm just I'm just full blown gay. You're just gay. <laughs> you know I love the boys. Mm. The boys love me when I do the when I wrap the penis behind the taint. And it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but anyway, but, but yes, it was a whole thing. And I really just I fooled everyone. Wow. I also had a great publicist. Mm. Mm-hmm. Smart. 
Gonna, now, yeah, so the publicist, I'm assuming, out. would like would like leak things that your girlfriend slash beard would say about like your sex life, right? In order to yes to further the idea that you were not a homosexual. Yes, and my publicist, uh, she would she would take pictures of me uh, smoking cigars, beating up people. <laughs> Yeah, like you know, Who'd like you at a, like like a like at a, like a bar fight, going. you know, with like my friends, my you know, my what are they called? the bros? Mm. That's what they call it. Bros. Yeah, you've got yeah. Some you had your entourage. Yeah, I really you had paint your turtle. You had I your did. E. I did. I really painted this picture. You had drama. And then a drama. Yeah, that drama is another name? character from uh, from Entourage. Oh, yeah. oh, you're saying like this the TV is a television show, show? Yeah, like Entourage. Oh, I thought you meant my Entourage. Yes, no. Well, it works both ways. Oh, yeah. Is the then yes, that's yeah. exactly what it was. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's wow. really cool. That's they incredible. Cool. So you'd stage these fights to yes. make yourself seem more masculine. You mm -hmm. had your girlfriend uh, talking about how great your sex life was. Yeah. Okay. And you know who kind of piggybacked off of this mm. was Mr. Uh, James Dean. He would go up and down the street with his motorcycle to mm -hmm. be all cool. He was a homo. Oh, really? <laughs> we know what? each other. Yeah. He's a homo. Yeah. Okay. He would go up and down the street with his motorcycle and, you know, get attention and things like mm. that. And But he piggyback off me. That's exactly what I would, but not with a motorcycle. I'm not as uh, savvy with the, the vehicles taking, as evil is. He was yeah. taking what you were doing and basically saying, like, well, here's the next thing. A motorcycle. Yeah, exactly. I just use cigars and, and bar fights, but whatever. Mm -hmm. Live your life. Yeah, no. Live I mean, life. that sounds like a, what do you call it? That sounds like a very convincing way to, to make the point. It was the Instagram you know? of the day. I was really painting yes. a picture of my life that I wanted people to see. Now, Lucky we enough. have time for one last question, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, I wanted to ask you, Evan Knievel, about something that you did in the 1970s. Uh, there was a guy who wrote a book about you called Evil Knievel on Tour, which painted an unflattering picture of you. No way. Saying that you did drugs no. and abused your wife and child. That's impossible. So that you sound flew like to California to confront him. You had right. both your arms in casts, right. and you attacked him with a metal baseball bat. That's how. Yes. I, I do am, remember that. First of all, I'm very impressed that you were able to hurt him with a baseball bat with both of your arms in casts. Yes. That is, it doesn't seem like it's physically possible. It, it is. The hands yeah. are fine. The arms are just what was fine. But like, how would that work? Like, because your arms are straight out because they're in casts, right? They were straight Or were they bent? Cast. Were they bent casts? They were straight out casts. Okay. You're not moving anything. Those hands are not moving at all. Okay. You know? Uh, so you're hand, you're basically like have two pool cues for arms and yeah. you're holding a bat yeah. with your two straight arms. No, I'm holding it with my two thighs. With your thighs. Oh. So that the bat <laughs> so looks were, like a wiener. You were. <laughs> and then I, I just it. twist my hips around to try to just like hit him at all. <laughs> so you I had, love it. You yeah. had the, the, the bat in between your legs. You're just twisting your body around. Where are your balls at this point? Mm -hmm. uh, balls were tucked underneath my ear. Under Ooh. your ear. Yeah, I was trying oh, behind wow. the ear this time. You were pretty elastic at that point. Pretty elastic. Yeah, there wasn't much bones to save. <laughs> you know what I mean? A lot of those bones were just like rubber at that point. Like gotcha. a baby. Yeah. So you actually did a fair amount of damage to this guy. But don't you think that, you know, you objected to what he wrote about you, that you were a... And you were physically abusive. Don't you think that Lies. beating him up with a baseball bat was the wrong way to fight that image? Well, they said I was abusive, so I abused this guy. Mm -hmm. mm. I don't think it's... It's ridiculous. I think, think you got your answer. I don't know. I think it's kind of a one-to-one. -one, <laughs> nah, really. I think you got your answer, dude. <laughs> he seems like the kind of guy to beat up his wife yeah, because he beat like, up this guy. Yeah, I mean, what I'm getting, I'm being accused of violence, so I use violence. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think your answer is pretty plain and simple. Yeah, you were yeah. a violent person. I'm sorry. 
Yeah. Aggressive. Evil can evil. Aggressive. Yeah. I think you should have thought that through. I really did. Because you uh, got into a lot of trouble after that and you got and you went bankrupt. I yeah. I was it was And deserved. also because it was the wrong thing to do. It also wrong, additionally. Yeah. It was the wrong thing to do. You know We this, all make mistakes. <laughs> wasn't a mistake. I was a bad guy back then. I drank a lot of gasoline. I did a lot of bad things, and mm. it made me hurt a lot of people. And your but balls were behind your ears. I mean, it's it's a tough life. Yeah. We had, but you know what? I think it was worth it. You guys both, you know, you made a lot of sacrifices, but you contributed yeah. to the world. And now Thank we have you. the art. Yeah. I and, feel like I was the bad guy, and you were the good guy, ultimately. Oh, I wouldn't think that at all. You were the daredevil, you know? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure that there were things that you did in your life that were... You know, oh, bad guy I mean, things. I beat a couple people up as well. Because you had to maintain his masculine image. Yeah, right. yeah. I did. Uh, I unfortunately, that's all the time that we have for this week's <laughs> episode of Famous Dead People. I would like to thank my guests, Evil Knievel and Julian Elton, for joining Ooh. me in the studio today. Uh, one final question for you both. Uh, do either of you have any uh, comedy shows or Twitter accounts or anything like that that you're really that you big fans of that you want to tell people about? Uh, Evil Knievel, anything you want to tell people about? Yeah, I know this guy, Pat May, and he likes to do a video game improv show where he plays video games and does improv at the exact same time. You can see that show on YouTube if you type in video games improv, all one word. And we have weekly episodes that you can check out every week that drop on Wednesdays. And we also have a live show coming out with Griffin Newman, and we're going to be playing Toy Story games. games. Uh, Griffin Newman from The Tick and Blank Check. Toy Story is like one of his favorite things. October 5th at Pit Loft at 7 p.m. If you're around, October 5th, 7 p.m. Pit Loft. Check that show out. And uh, Julian, anything you want to tell people about? Oh, yes. I know a gentleman named Keith DiRienzo. Mm. I'm going to say his Instagram handle really slow so you can spell it. Okay, ready? At K-E-I-T-H-D-I-R-I. E N Z O, and you know what he does? He does. He's on a a, a, a sketch comedy team at the Magnet Theater. Oh, what's the name of the sketch team? Newport, Newport, like the beach in California. Go check that stuff out. Yeah. I am, of course, your host, Jared Berenstein. You can check out all my stuff at jaredberenstein.com. If you're listening to this on the radio, find the podcast. All the old episodes are on there, and uh, rate and review. Check out my YouTube channel. New videos every Tuesday. Hit us up at Famous Dead People at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. We're here every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. 